0: hi guys sorry it's been a while since our last podcast but trust me when i tell you this one's worth the wait the person i spoke to today and recorded with is probably going to be slightly disappointed at his musical intro however what i would say is when he told me his favorite film i instantly thought of him dancing around his apartment the first few days of lockdown on his own to this song so i hope you guys enjoy it hopefully you know the bit i'm on about and on with the podcast So, um, yeah, thanks for tuning into this week's podcast. Sorry it's been a while. Zoom's let me down, but as you can imagine, um, Zoom's been quite busy of late. It's the one area that has been quite busy. We've got got someone who I was quite surprised, actually, we were able to get on the podcast. I want to thank Daniel for his introduction, his selling of the podcast. I hope we can live up to the expectation. Um, I'm not going to tell you who it is. I'm actually going to go straight into the 60-second intro and allow them to tell us a little bit about themselves. Um, and let's see if we can guess who it is. Maybe his accent might give it away. So over to you. you have got 60 seconds. Tell us something about you.
1: Well, Dave, just in the, before we start, it, did I dress appropriately? I mean, <laughs> this is a big moment. You know, it, do I look good? Do, it,
0: look, mate. I see. What professional a, I do? I've got a penguin on my shoulder. <laughs> is, the hair, <laughs> is the hair appropriate for a podcast? Nah, it looks good. That's That's what looks what your, your COVID haircut is good. I don't know how you manage that.
1: <laughs> do this haircut, do you know how this happened? This oh. is, uh, yeah, so my son goes to Amazon, buys the cheapest sort of uh sheep shearer he can possibly find, <laughs> and he applies it to my head. Hey. That's, what ha- that's what happens.
0: Mate, he's got a talent. Because to be fair, I've had to just go straight off. This has had like four weeks worth of growth. I need to kind of tidy it up.
1: Number four,
0: and a yeah. number two. Nah, it looks good. Uh, I mean, it's look, pretty... I'm not blowing smoke at you, so it looks good. It looks like you've had yeah. done properly. Nah. So,
1: Dave, so Dave, that's me.
0: Nah. <laughs> <laughs> people are now going to know who you are. Like, I'm, I imagine a yeah. lot of people will recognize you from your accent. Yeah,
1: today. yeah. So, um, you know, uh, um, it's obviously Dave and, uh, you know, and who am I, um, I like to think I'm a decent husband and father. I'm a fr- frustrated surfer. <laughs> Usually, like, you know, you know how everybody sort of got on Instagram the things they love in life. Yeah. Is it mine is, sumatra surfing new guinea surfing and i'm watching all these people while i'm on zoom calls from seven in the morning oh. to 10 at night and i'm going what am i doing
0: Jeez. <laughs> zoom, zoom has become i've started actually taking zooms out of calls now and just saying i'll call you because oh. i just think that the, the, the yeah. beauty of a phone call now just seems to be such bliss going,
1: go retro
0: man nah, going old school yeah man. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: so a frustrated yeah. surfer yeah um, uh, yeah and uh, I, it's uh, i would never call myself a sportsman i mean because i've never actually been good at any sports and i wouldn't say i'm a i'm a decent surfer but it's something that i love to do with my mates and
0: You're i am not a sportsman but tell me this did you not do london marathon i'm yes. trying to think did what, you time, what time did you do i was just behind the giraffe ah oh. But what, what, you know, what time did you do that? Because you're the same year as one of the guys on our team, Jack Jerome. I'm, I'm fairly certain you're close.
1: Dave, I'm taking you. I'm moving you now so you can see behind me. See oh, there it is. on the wall? Yeah. Here's the photo of me That's tripping over the line just behind the giraffe. So four – let me read it. Four hours – what was it? Oh, they don't put a time. Yeah, they were just happy that I crossed the line.
0: They were just happy you were fine. You and the <laughs> giraffe were fine. That was all they cared about. I did four
1: forty, and it was um, my second marathon. Ah. I did New York in the year two thousand. Actually, a few good ones, slightly faster—four yeah, hours and twenty-two. And the dream—sub four, do three, and the last one will be Tokyo.
0: Ah, that, yes, I've, I've heard another. I've heard good things about these things. Ed Shattuck obviously used to be in the UK, and he used to rave. He obviously completed the set and told anyone who would listen. <laughs> but yeah he's done he's done the five big cities I think so he's uh, he's yeah I've only ever done I've done an Ironman so I've done a marathon at the end Absolutely. and I did the LA marathon when I was a bit hungover I got in at one o'clock the night before I don't know how, that, <laughs> I don't know.
1: how do you do that I mean what does it feel like I mean, you've done so you've done swim first ah. so you're completely shattered right
0: the swim was my best, part. I'm an, I'm an ex-runner of, no, I was, I was average at best, but I used to run, so that should have been the good part for me.
1: But mate, we, have, have, a, yeah, was, we, we have a saying on Bondi Beach, the palms can't swim.
0: No, oh, mate, honestly, you I, mean? I was shocked. I came, I came out, I did Ironman Wales, I came out in the first 200, I was like, what's going on here? Have I done a lap too little? But I know the swimming was somewhere, wow. I don't know how, it was the best part, and then it just went slowly downhill, and just the day got longer. So, what does it feel
1: like? So, you've done the swim and yeah. just getting out alive on the swim is, yeah. is a feat yeah. in itself. You yeah. do the bike and then you're putting on a pair of running shoes to run a marathon.
0: And the what strange was- thing is, right? And I think yeah. anyone who does that, I will know this feeling the, ex- the exhilaration you get when you re rack your bike and you sit down, you don't look at where you're going to run. You're just so happy to be off the bike. You're like, my backside's yeah. killing me. It's Weird. probably been freezing cold if you've done it in the UK. If you're abroad, it's probably too hot. Yeah. I'm so happy to be off the bike. You just don't contemplate what's going to come ahead. I mean, and then, and then you start, and all of a sudden you go, oh, "Bloody, that's a long day." And then you start kind of going, "Right, well, the pub's close at eleven. No. The last person's got to be across the line by twelve. I want to be before eleven just to get a beer in. A
1: beer.
0: Yeah." Yeah, it was yeah. yeah this is a great experience if you've done if you if, you, if you've got any inclination and anyone's ever anyone listening to this is not sure i'd definitely recommend doing it it's a it's yeah. an experience but yeah, yeah actually, speaking good. of marathons we've yeah. got um we've got a team whatsapp group we did i think you might have heard from chris about this 12 days of christmas we did pre-christmas yeah. we did 12 miles a day for 12 days and yeah. i'm the only mug who did it the rest of them kind of did bits but we've then done this relay where it's to make it more inclusive. We've done three K a leg and we've got 25 people within our IET, and it's like a, a relay. So we just pass it on to each other. So we've done that. And we've gone round four times. Um, the second leg we all did five K and donated to the NHS and then the rest we've done three K. Right. Now we've got one of the guys who's done a bit of running recently during lockdown and found a bit of a love for running and he was chuffed to bits the other day when he did a half marathon. So I said, Oh, why don't we do a marathon? And he went, when? I said, whenever you want, mate. And he went, oh, 26th of June? So on the 26th of June, at the moment, there's me, Daniel, a guy called Dave Coop. Uh, Gav Barr, who used to be in the UK, is committed. Hey, to it. Now yeah. I've said it on this podcast, he's got no choice but to do it. You so, yeah, there's you awesome right. so far committed. I'm yeah. uh, trying to get more, so, yeah.
1: I laugh That's so, so much. So, You're you are great, Dave, You know, just driving that. I laugh so much when Dan told me last week about his story of his, of his first London marathon. Yes, Oh, you guys, you guys, you gotta listen to Dan's stories, unbelievable.
0: Mate, he's, uh, considering, he, I've never met him in person, yeah, <laughs> I feel exactly. like I know him so well, <laughs> Jermaine, it's like, he's blended into the team so quickly. Um, Since so yes, we've gone a bit off piece. there, we're meant to be talking like <laughs> you, and we're talking about all these random sporting things, but you know, we are making sport a daily habit, so, um, the one thing I was going to say to you is, I, I believe I'm right in saying you've lived in a few different places, haven't you? How many countries have you lived in now? Obviously, now you're in London. How do you define live? Ah. <laughs> more than six months in a house.
1: More than six. Or a flat. Yeah. That, that's good. I would. Yeah, countries. Six months. I would say six months, and you have to have had a job while you. So it can't just be a holiday. Nah, nah. So obviously, Oz, Canada us portugal spain holland uk
0: yeah which one was your favorite you can't say london because we all know that'd be a lie it surfer there's no there's no beach boy here.
1: you know what the, the one that was the most romantic was portugal yeah yeah it's because because it's a real interesting nike story so 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 how i got into nike was my girlfriend at the time who's my wife and the mother of my three children, we were working together in a company in Barcelona. Mm. And the company moved to Madrid. And she said, I'm not moving. And so I, you know, I had, a, I had to have a job. So I moved to Madrid. And, you know, this commuting is really tough, right? When, you, when you're going out with your girlfriend, it's, <laughs> it really sucks, right? Yeah. So I said, I've got to get to Barcelona. And so I was just looking for a job in Barcelona to be with Lali. And then I saw Nike and so i went into an interviewing process and i got the job and it was in barcelona and the week before i was going to start i get a call from the gm and he goes we've changed our mind i go oh Oh, god what am i going to tell lali i'm never going to get to barcelona this is impossible and he goes i've changed my mind about where i want you to go and i said oh really where do you want me to go and he says, I want you to be the uh, country manager of Portugal. Oh, that's bad. And I go, oh, I can get Lali to go to Portugal. For sure. <laughs> that, won't be, that won't be a problem. I, and he said, what do you think? And you've got to tell me right now. And
0: I said, I said I'm in. Sign me up. Where do I sign? Where do I sign? Not a problem.
1: So I call Lali. And I said, Lali, there's good news and bad news. Bad news, I'm not coming to Barcelona. Good news. You're coming with me to Lisbon. <laughs>
0: what? I bet she was delighted surely. What?
1: Yeah. You know, you're Lally, Lally just, she goes quiet and she says to me, um, only if you do two things. I like, oh God, what is this gonna be? And she goes, car and a dog. Oh. <laughs> I said, no worries. We bought a second-hand 1976 Volvo sedan. We bought a baby, baby Labrador, oh. put, it, put it into the car in Barcelona, drove all the way to Lisbon, and uh, we had an amazing nine months with the team. Amazing team in Portugal. We signed the Olympic Federation. We signed the football, the Federación de Portuguesa de Futebol, yeah. We signed them, and they had uh, two young players. For those in football, one was called Reed Costa, and one was called Luis Figo. They were they were very young men.
0: Solid, solid players, them.
1: <laughs>
0: and solid, what, it turned, and what it turned and what it turned
1: out. Was, yeah, and the relationship with the federation, what it turned out to be. Yeah. And To think you got the luck to be there at that moment, sitting in the room, negotiating with the president in portuguese half portuguese the guys to the move
0: you. As well that's the thing it's a oh chance God. of it and the guy going you go and do that otherwise you'd have been yeah who knows where we'd end up going so fortuitous no. as well and no. um, so we talked to, that is obviously actually leading nicely nice little transition there into work and like i said to you before we started recording this if you had to talk to someone so my, my wife walks to the door now she's no idea of nike at all and you have to explain to her what your job is how would you do it? And this is like, people we'll find this harder than I, I'm surprised how hard some people find it. I i don't know, maybe you might be better at it, I think. But let's see, how, how, <laughs> what's your job? Today?
1: Yeah. I think it's to create a future vision for the company, to explain it in an inspirational and compelling way, make sure my teammates understand which part of that plan they're accountable for, And then support them and hold them accountable for bringing it to
0: life. Yeah, see, most succinct one so far. Other people are like, oh, I do a bit of this, a bit of that. You sound like Wheeler Dealers. I've
1: done a lot of willy and dill in my life, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> no, I didn't because I wanted to keep this one a surprise. I didn't do this. But when I, when I did the Chris Moser podcast, I actually opened it up to the IAT and asked them to send in some questions. And there were some I used because I kept them to a certain time. Yeah. I didn't use them all. And there was one that I've wanted to use since. And I, maybe actually you might be the best person to do this because I think you've got a good understanding of Nike as, as a business and all the different functions and roles within that. Have you ever come across a role and this take, take the level and whatever it is out of it. It can be anything at any level, at any area. Is there a role at Nike that you've ever thought and seen and gone, oh, I'd, I'd love to have had it. If, I, if my career wasn't mapped out the way I'm going and the trajectory I'm going to, to where this led me, is there a role that you would have liked to have done? That's a tough one, but again, yeah, I wonder, I wonder if there's anything. I imagine you've come across a few different roles in your time. Is there anything that you would have liked to have had a go at?
1: I think... Uh, a while ago, sports marketing was always interesting, you know, just because the energy that the athletes get. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you know, to work in a company of sports. I would say today it's being on the forefront of Nike digital and creating the ecosystem. Yeah. Because that's it's just it is sitting on the front end of how we create the future of sport. So it's it's very much changed, I think, during the periods of time that, you know, I've been in the company.
0: Well, ironically, we're actually, in our elevation strategy, digital's playing a big part. So if you want, I'll have a word with Salva Moser. Eh? <laughs> thanks, yeah, well, thanks. You, thanks. Have you on the team. Are you going to a ping pong? That's the only
1: Yeah, I just... Uh, uh,
0: yeah i'm just
1: I'm not, I'm not sure if members you know if uh you know I, I would love to work with you guys i'm not sure i'm not sure if the ownership of sdi would like he me you would
0: to work with that you wouldn't, want to, you uh, wouldn't sean, love to work with sean
1: doesn't want apparently sean wants to put me in a car <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, an interesting oh, I love, no yeah. i love i love i
1: love, yeah, the guys. I, love the guys. I love the guys
0: i love the guys so let's now if we talk now a little bit about obviously we're currently all stuck in lockdown um like you said obviously zoom is a big part of our lives unfortunately it used to be a coffee a coffee and a chat now it's become a zoom call or a phone call etc how have you found it so far just in general just like your own personal experience how are you finding it are you are you coping well or are you finding it a struggle because i tell me if i'm wrong or not my impression of you is you are very much a people person and you get a lot of energy from other people as well as giving a lot of energy to other people and that interaction so i imagine you're similar to me i love being around other people i've got three kids my kids are quite young so they are a handful of me so i get a lot of energy and they use a lot of my energy but how have you found how have you found lockdown
1: dave i remember i think it was the 4th of march and we we shut everything down we closed the offices and i remember <laughs> uh walking from film house i live in camden so it's not it's not too far away right so i walk time. and i'm thinking man a person like myself going back to an empty apartment because my family, because my wife and my youngest, they're actually in Amsterdam. My other two kids were at uni. I'm walking back to a empty apartment. I'm not allowed to go and see my mates. This is not going to be pretty <laughs> for a person like me. And
0: I feel like I've opened a wound <laughs> Yeah,
1: I was, I, was, I was really worried. Um, but but what's happened since then is really interesting in the sense that very quickly um, got I got lucky because my my eldest got kicked out of uni because uni just closed, and so one got the last plane to to London one got the last train to London, so I've had my two eldest with me, so that was firstly blessed that that happened and and other people aren't that lucky because they still continue to to be by themselves yeah so that was great. And then what I found is just working on Zoom, whilst I matched it with activity every day, and I'm doing these like almost I do like almost a ten k walk per day, mm. just to clean. Just don't run because I think if I run, I'll I'll damage my knees. Yeah, my TB. Okay. What, what do you call that band
0: that runs down the side? The dreaded ITV band. ITV band. Why does anyone ever create an ITV band? It it? I've never met someone who has ITV band works. <laughs> you know
1: what I mean? Yeah, so I, got a, I had to look after that. So so walking's not a problem. No. And then I found um, very, uh, very efficient on the calls at the initial stages. I think it was, you know, we got through a lot of work, made a lot of decisions. We moved fast. So I can see the, the huge amount of efficiency higher level of connectivity, still think, and I think it's becoming more, more, we were, you imagine my job is, as we went into this, it was all about taking key decisions very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. Now I think where we are is I need to sit in a room for a longer period of time just to brainstorm on, on topics. And I find that a little harder to do on zoom. Yeah. But I think it opens your eyes to the future of work Mm. and you go, okay, so what's the future of work? And I think what companies want to achieve is they want to just make sure that we, you know, our employees are as productive as they possibly can. And it's acutely we're all acutely aware that that's kind of a mix just as you can go shopping online and offline. Yeah. What is the ecosystem of work that we're going to create it enables you to do that because you can see the clear benefits of both. And uh, speaking to, you know, especially younger members of the team, people who've just joined like Dan and just like, you know, just to have that moment to get to know people in a more human way for us who've been in the business for a long period of time and who have already established relationships. It's fine. We get on zoom and we just go. Yeah. But, but you can see that there's certain parts of what we have to do would be more productive in a physical setting. Others not. It's actually more efficient working from home. Yeah. And then the integration that people feel part of our teams um, is, a, is a critically important piece. Yeah. So, so very clear, big wake-up call. Don't be afraid of, of um, using the options and make sure you create options, which are great options for the productivity of your team. Yeah, and I, and I think I think it's really good because I think it's opened our minds. We're thinking bigger. We're, I think we're thinking bigger and we're thinking better.
0: Yeah. So
1: so you you almost go from you know, the office, you know pre COVID was an obligation. Yeah. The office needs to be an employee benefit. Yeah. And so if it's an employee benefit, what does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it give you? What are you doing it? So so it's we've had we're very lucky because we're still in the planning phases of King's Cross yeah. and which enables us to really think about post covid and th- thankfully a lot of the things that were already planned were and you'll see this come to life at a later stage we're really quite visionary and I think fits re- in really well with an idea of an ecosystem of work so so yeah. you guys, you know, at a later stage, we will you get a great presentation to show you guys. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy that, you know, that, the, that as a company and as a society, we've woken up to the flexibility that makes our employees more productive.
0: Yeah, we've had any COVID is without saying dreadful and as terrible as it's been for so many people there are nuggets of, of joy that come within that. To your point, like I, I, have, I have a seven-month-old son. Yeah. I have two other boys, a six- and a four-year-old. I had them both when I lived in London and I lived 45 minutes to an hour away. So I really didn't see them during the week and only on weekends. So to have the time we've had now from, you know, what is he he was probably four, four or five months at the start of this yeah. and for the boys to have that time with their little baby brother as well has been like priceless. Right. That makes sense. But it's also meant kind of to your point it's kind of really at the start i find it really hard and we find it hard as a family i'm a bit of a grump at times i'm not great in the mornings and i actually found getting up earlier yeah. was the way to correct that so i started now i get up at five o'clock every day and i take the dog for an hour walk and at the end of that hour i'm awake and then i kind of i read or i do a bit of work or and then they wake up at seven and i've been awake for two hours and i'm switched on and i'm okay Whereas we used to start the day off, I'd wake up at seven, and everyone else would be in a bad mood and grumpy because I'm bad at getting up, and it would just make the whole day terrible. So it's interesting. We've, the The end of our lockdown to the start of our lockdown is completely different. But um, yeah, it's interesting the things you learn about yourself.
1: Dave, what is it like? You know, when you got the the three very you know, and you and you now you're having more lunches together, you're having more dinners
0: together, right? Yeah it just means i tell you what it means it means i'm hunkum eight o'clock at night i'm starving because the seven month old's got to eat at five and my <laughs> wife she's like it's so much better if we all eat together and it's like it is other than the fact that i'm at eight o'clock pounding the cupboards trying to find something to eat <laughs> i have dinner three hours ago and i'm going to be awake another two hours so i'm starving so it's good it's it, we've got three boys which most people go oh do you know what we shot a girl and it's like actually having three boys is bliss because the two older ones play nicely yeah. And we know where we are with the third one, and yeah. To be fair, he's developing at a mad rate because he's got two big brothers to aim at. Yeah, so right. yeah, it's been, it's been great. And my great. wife, my wife does obviously the lion's share of the stuff anyway. So <laughs> I kind of just chip in and wind them up, and then leave. <laughs> Yeah, so I'll get to the dog for a walk on just to there But that has been good. It's been great. I've uh, I've enjoyed it. As sad as some of the stuff that we've been seeing going on has been, it's been our own little bubble in our house has been good, and uh, we've enjoyed doing things like integrating the team was was important. We obviously had we had three new starters, so we had someone start the week before or the week before. And then the offices closed. So they literally picked up everything and then it closed. And obviously Daniel, everything had already closed, I think Yeah. He literally managed to go in and get a laptop and come out. Yeah. So he actually met anyone. So it's kind of, it was really important. And I think one thing I would say about our team, and I don't know, this comes across to the wider businesses. We have a real great IAT team spirit. Like everyone cares for each other. It's a real personal kind of affection for each other. And we really kind of chip in and we have like a, a quiz on every Friday and that kind of stuff. And it's really kind of, and you can tell like, it, yeah, if you get a chance and, and, and you're bored on one of your walks and you do fancy listening, there are some, there's some, some are better than others. You can tell the later ones I've kind of learned a bit more from it. The first are a bit kind of tricky and the editing's poor, but the back end ones are good. And there's some good ones on there. You want to listen to Chris Alvarez. Moses? he really kind of, I was a bit daunted. I was like, Oh, it's going to be a bit flat, but <laughs> it's, it's very personal. But honest, and he's really good to be fair to yeah. me. It was a real good laugh. So yeah,
1: very good. Yeah
0: so listen yeah. we've come to the end um, we've just got one last thing to tick off so I obviously said yeah. to you before these are quick fire questions oh
1: I've quick. just got to be faster than Chris Salvamosa. that's the
0: only thing <laughs> let's try <laughs> we'll be there till Monday for any slower but um, <laughs> the thing with it is and this is the thing that people get it, it's not like people worry oh if I say that there's not a wrong answer okay. it's just the thing you're currently thinking so there's, there's seven questions so we're going to whiz through them I'm literally going to ask you and expect the expect an answer from it. so you yeah. good to go Yes. Right. So first one, your proudest achievement. It's not a good start this Dave.
1: <laughs> I was going to say marrying the wife I married. <laughs> I would say, yeah, that was, a, that was the great. Wrong answer.
0: Your biggest fear. Height. One indulgence. What do you treat yourself to? Too much chocolate. We all do. What is your favorite movie? love actually <laughs> so my, mama's mary poppins What's Your <laughs> favorite song oh.
1: it was a group called boston more than a feeling
0: nice I like it now this one i'm just going to explain it so this slows it up basically for the rest of your life you can either watch films or box sets now that's not a film or a box set but just one type so you can either watch films the rest of your life or you can watch box sets which uh, one would you go for uh, i would say films but who came up with that question <laughs> <laughs> but i've had to explain it because someone everyone's like oh i thought you meant a film i was like no that'd be like I torture <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the, the genres <laughs> like, films or box sets because obviously people have moved towards boxes i'm just interested because i'm much more i'd still much rather sit and watch a film Love it. You yeah. get a lot more from it than a box that you can dip in and out of. So with that said, obviously at the moment, most of our team have completed every streaming service available, but there are, are there any niche uh-huh. films or anything like any films that you would say go yeah. and watch?
1: I watched 13th last
0: night. Good. I think
1: with uh, Black Lives Matter um, right now, 13th is a real eye-opening documentary about the treatment of the black community in the United States.
0: That's on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, I think I've got it on my list. So yeah.
1: Everybody, everybody yeah. should go and have a look at that one.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, listen, I think the only thing left to say, unless uh, you can see if there's anything you want to add at the end, I think I would say, and again, this is a bit cheesy, so forgive me, but I think um, I'd be remiss of me to say, because we discussed it with an IT. the one thing Nike has done through this period has led, and, and that's one of the things that we're most proud of. Um, obviously, you're part of the leadership team, I think uh, you are one of the good, lead, the great leaders within our within our team. I'm not just saying that because you're on the call. Um, I would say that about you anyway. Um, I've seen you on stage with MVP dressers Marilyn Monroe. I've seen you. I think you took part in my actual induction uh, in AHQ and stuff, and spoke very passionately. So I think we've got a great leadership team. Um, the way the company has led us through this uh, lockdown first, and obviously this 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 tragic situation we're currently going through in the last couple of weeks as well. Um, I think we're all as an IAT proud to work for the company. Um, thank you for the challenging decisions you sometimes make. Thank you for the challenging decision of coming on this podcast <laughs> and not listening to it. Cause you might've decided not to, hopefully it was painless. Uh, I'll edit it, get it out. And like I said, thanks for sharing your thoughts with our, with our team.
1: It went so quickly, Dave, just a shout out to all the team. I'm so proud of Chris and I'm so proud of all the team. The job that you guys do for the Nike brand I'm not sure, sometimes not everybody in the mayor sees its importance. I know, and my leadership team knows very well, the critical role that you play to create the future of sport. Mm-hmm. And what you guys do is just so, so important. And I'm just proud, you know, every time I, you know, when I, I have my weeklies with Chris, I'm just proud to keep up to date, you know, with everything you guys are doing. So sometimes it may feel like, you know, you know, do they see all the hard work that that, that we do? Chris does a really good job. We have weeklies between yeah. he, he and I, we have weeklies and he keeps me up to date. And uh, I'm immensely proud of SDI team always have been. And I think it's one of the reasons why the UK and the West performance is just, is what it is. It's just outstanding. It's just, um, I think, you know, I, I, I can't say, you know, cause it's, we, we report our numbers, uh, in, a, in three weeks, but once again, West for the entire fiscal year was an absolute standout yeah. from, from anybody, from anybody. I yeah. so mean, and you guys, you guys are the cornerstone in, and, uh, you know, what we do together as a team, is is phenomenal and you know sometimes i i do i do think about it and i think about all the teammates that it's you know i don't easily see everybody if i see nick downstairs i'll see rich i go for a coffee with rich and i I love to i love to see you guys obviously you guys are moving up and down and i don't always have the chance, but um but your your leader he connects with me on a weekly basis and uh and that's how i keep abreast and just very very proud of what you guys do
0: and keep it going thank Keep you it a lot some of these guys for you it's not always the easiest account to work on but i think you guys will appreciate that thank you thanks for the time as well yeah all right mate. thanks see. baby all right see you guys there we go guys hopefully you enjoyed that a little chat with the leader of the west team great insight great energy and just a great character to speak to hopefully you all enjoyed and dc sorry about the intro music but hopefully you like your music you're going out to.